and welcome to a brand new episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. All right, Mays, let's get started. I hope you had a great holiday weekend. Hey, Jenny, great to see you again. I hope you got to take a good break this extended holiday weekend as well, as we've been quite busy lately. We sure have, and a lot has been happening. I mean, a lot has been happening over the last couple of months, but especially this weekend. So what's on tap for you first? Well, Jenny, for carriers, unfortunately, the triple threat of a holiday weekend combined with the end of month and quarter did not bring the fireworks to the spot market they were most likely hoping for. A bit unusual because usually during these three-day or long extended weekends around the holidays, the spot market does swing back in favor of carriers. But how did shippers fare? shippers did not have to break a sweat over capacity heading into the holiday weekend. They may just have been sweating due to the heat wave that most of the U.S. saw. Don't you worry, my friend, just a couple more weeks until Christmas. This may have been one of the last opportunities for carriers to try and take back some pricing power as we head into a slower freight period and questionable second half of the year. Okay, now now that we've got a high-level overview of where shippers and carriers fared this holiday weekend, what's the spot market look like? Well, we saw some pressure, but not much more than a sparkler, so to say. The national tender rejection rose slightly over 8% after being stagnant around 7.5%. This was just enough to push the average spot rate up a little more than 1%. Again, it wasn't much movement, but the carriers were able to push some of the pressure in their favor. However, it was super short-lived. And by Tuesday morning, July 5th, we saw tender rejections quickly drop back downward below 8%. Right, and as we start to explore this kind of new normal of the market, what we are starting to see is that the summer is balancing the market out. Contrary to what we've been seeing over the past two years, however, there was a pandemic, and maybe still is? You hit it on the head, Jenny. Since the holiday weekend and end of month combined with end of quarter did not bring too much pressure to the overall trucking market, as we look beyond the Independence Day weekend, most market conditions have not changed from the prior weeks. And thus comes in that normalization of the markets. But let's start getting into specific markets and where they stand. Atlanta, Georgia, and Ontario, California markets continue to be the title markets with rising rates as shippers face some capacity issues, giving carriers some opportunity in the highest volume outbound truckload markets throughout the country. I was hoping for some good news for carriers in there, and, and there we go. Nice. Still, even in these so-called tight markets relative to today, spot rates hardly even budged, regardless of tender rejections increasing. And you know what, Maze? At this point, it's probably safe to say that we're not going to see any major swings until September around back to school. Markets neighboring Southern California and Atlanta, Georgia are also experiencing increased rejection rates as the domino effects that we traditionally see around tight markets hit as these larger markets pooling capacity. Unfortunately, even with the rising rejections in these so-called tight markets again, spot rates are not budging much. For example, Ontario, California market only witnessed a 2% increase throughout the last 14 days, including the holiday weekend. And Atlanta, Georgia comes in even lower at just above 1%. So of course, this past weekend makes me think of beaches, which then makes me think of the sea, which then makes me think of ocean freight. So Maze, where did we land there? And how does that impact the entire industry moving forward? You're right, Jenny. Um, I wasn't able to make it to the beach this weekend as I traditionally do during the 4th of July. But like you called out, the beaches along both coastlines were probably super busy 
And this remains true for the truckload market as well as trucking capacity continues to be tighter compared to most markets throughout the remainder of the U.S as imports remain vital for the time being. And really throughout the remainder of the year as we start shifting gears into holiday season, if you can believe it or not already. Last week alone, the Midwest experienced declining volume heading into the end of month, end of quarter, holiday weekend. On the contrary, every other region saw volumes increasing like we would traditionally expect going into an extended holiday weekend or even just the end of month. But the Midwest continues to be a shipper's paradise. Okay, you know I'm dying to get into it. I was hoping it was going to be the first topic where we had to get the markets out of the way and those conditions, what's top of mind? Well, Jenny, it is no mystery what has been top news in the industry since late last week. AB5. It's literally the talk of the town around Transfix and with all of our peers, but let's talk about how this impacts the trucking industry for both shippers and carriers since the Supreme Court's decision to reject the California Trucking Association's appeal of AB5 came to play last week. Let's go over some quick bullet points. First of all, what is AB5 for those who do not know? It's a law that was originally intended for gig workers like car services and food delivery, but eventually started impacting the trucking industry throughout the state of California. The law extends employee classification status to gig workers, and in our terms, owner operators who are leased on. Great foundation to start with. So now let's talk about how many owner operators this impacts in California, or how many it could impact. Great question, Jenny. Multiple outlets are reporting 70,000 independent contractor drivers in California, but likely a much smaller portion of the 70,000 owner operators, not the owner operators that are for hire. I've got a crystal ball question for you. How will AB5 impact the level of capacity that comes in and out of California? It's going to have a negative effect. It's just how much of a negative effect will it have the capacity? And by the way, there's two different sectors that are impacted here, over the road drivers and drayage drivers. And what do we think is gonna to happen to these two different segments of drivers? Drayage drivers or drayage owner operators are likely to turn to unions, while over-the-road drivers will continue to test their waters in different solutions with different business models. So let us be clear, this is very new to the industry as carriers that are smaller, independent owner-operators are literally trying to figure out what, what they want to do, whether they are going to shut their operations down for good or if they're going to enter into more of an employer-to-employer business model. We'll find out in the next couple of weeks, but this just adds on top of a tight market. And then, of course, I thought that we had a much clearer crystal ball maze, but I guess not. I love this crystal ball metaphor that you keep on throwing out there. And I would agree with you. The crystal ball seemed like it was getting clearer as we approached the second half of the year. And that is until recent weeks. I mean, that's right. With AB5, the delayed port negotiations and rail congestion, we are definitely going to be seeing, or we could be seeing a tighter market than we originally anticipated, likely impacting directly shippers. But that said, Maze, what's on tap for next week? Jenny, next week, we are gonna dive into the union negotiations and see where they are, along with the impacts seen on the rails. And there is a lot of costs that imports are potentially slowing down as orders are declining, but due to the backlogs, we are still seeing extremely high imports. And due to the congestion and bottlenecks on the rails, we could see some of this triple over to over the road, as we've called out the last two weeks. It was great seeing you again this week, Jenny, and I look forward to our next episode next week. 
Well, May is lots of information to unpack this week ahead of next as we go into a normal five-day work week and, you know, for some, a seven-day work week. Until then, we'll see you next week with an all-new episode. Drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix, Inc. or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix, Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.